Good day and welcome back to Let's Talk. In our last session, continuing with the second testimony of Daddy, Where Are You? We stopped right at the point where Pastor Webster read, In every moment that matters and in the moments that seem insignificant, he has been there. Now that puts me to think of an event many years ago. My daughter was young. She was in play school, as they would call it. And it was the day that Santa would come to school and the children have to go and talk with Santa and Santa chat with them and so forth. And I was supposed to be there because those events, they would invite the parents. I was busy at work and I arrived late and so forth. And when I arrived, she said, Daddy, where? And she was almost crying, almost crying. She was like, Daddy, where were you? Santa came and I had to go by Santa and I was afraid of Santa and I was looking for you and I didn't see you. That made me feel so bad. And that day I decided whatever job I would have, I need to have the flexibility. So when things like this happen and I would need to be there for the children, I would have that flexibility to be there for the children. So this puts me to think of that. And as adults, we may not see things the way children see things because we don't see through their eyes what things that may not seem important to us may be extremely important to them. And bear in mind, two parents, there are some parents that are always there for everything that the children do. But there are some parents who, from time to time, would miss those opportunities. And the children that don't have their parents there, they look around and they see the other children with their parents there. And that also makes them feel bad. It's as if my daddy doesn't bother with me. My daddy doesn't care that much about me. What I'm doing or what's going on is not that important to him. They may not say it in those words, but those feelings would be there. So fathers, we need to make it our business as much as possible to be there for our children so they would know, especially in the important moments, daddy cares about me. Oh, he left work to be there for me. Oh, he stopped doing this to be there for me. I have a problem. I had a problem. I came to talk to him. He actually put down the phone, looked at me, and listened to me. He stopped what he was doing because I needed him. That's extremely important. What do you say about that, Pastor Webster? Pastor Collins, you, you reminded me of something that actually happened when one of my daughters was getting graduated. My wife, Kendall, and I, we got on a plane and we went to the graduation. And we were in this huge area. It was like a park area. And they were walking, not in a building, they were walking up outside of the building. We did not get to talk to her before she walked. And we did not come together. So we were there seated on the north side. And they started marching up. And the parents were just shouting for their children as they go to receive their degrees. And when my daughter walked up, I could hear Kendall shouting out her name loud. I got more than one daughter, so I don't want you to know which one. Shouting out her name loud, loud. And we were saying, go, go, call her name, go, go, go. And we thought that she was hearing us and she was all excited that we were there pushing for her. More people were shouting also. At the end, after the graduation, when we met together, she came with her face 
push out. So we wanted to know what happened. She asked, what time you all reached? I said, what do you mean? When I walked up there, none of you were there for me. And Kendall took over from there. And he let her know, hey, we were shouting for you. And she thought that no one was there. I mean, it is when our children looking for us, it is so important for us to be there. Now, the truth of the matter is we cannot be always there for everything. We try our best to be there as much as we can. We try our best to be there. In this testimony, this person was talking about her father, and it appears to me like this child was sick, for she said, in cold hospital rooms, my father went to every appointment and stayed with me. Some people would figure, well, that's a girl. Her mother should go with her. Well, the truth of the matter is, I don't know if God did that or if it happened just with human beings. But it is true that mothers cling closer to boys than girls. It's true. And it is true that fathers and girls have a better relationship. It's true. It's true. So she is saying, in cool hospital rooms, my father was there. Not only that he was there, he went to every appointment. She's explaining how he's been there for her. She said he went to every appointment. And I don't want to just drop her off at the appointment. He went into Rome with her, with the appointment. And she said he stayed with me, supported me, and prayed for me. So it seems like this father was a Christian. It seems like these children accustomed to hearing their father pray for them. She said he was there in hospital rooms. And let me tell you, I never had a major surgery in my life. But I always thought of major surgery or what can go wrong. And what matters is what you hear before you go in and they put you up. So you want somebody to be always there to give you words of encouragement, to, mm -hmm. you know, give you hope, to let you know that everything will be all right. And the father was the one to be there for her. It seems also that she was in some courtrooms. She said, in cool courtrooms, he was there. I thought courtrooms would be hot. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the air conditioned. <laughs> This, this, this person said in cool courtrooms, he was there. And it seems like this person had some tough days. Looked like they were there more than one day. Somebody got a case, they go in, they get a case tried, they're out. They said, the person said, I remember saying, Daddy, I don't have the strength to do this. And she said, his response was, I'll be there for you tomorrow. So it appears as if the case was going on and he wasn't there that day, probably thought that she could handle it. And now he realized that she couldn't handle it. She needs some type of support. And the father said, I'll be there for you tomorrow. Now, what could he do in a courtroom? Tell me, Pastor Gallitz, what could a father yes. do in a courtroom? Well, if, if he's not allowing with permission to speak and defend that he wouldn't be able to represent her legally. But the support sometimes is just, just having somebody around that makes such a difference. I am, I'm reminded of 
some bits of my childhood. And it's funny what we remember. For example, if we had an ailment, let's say an ache or some sort of pain, it was my father's job to rub us down. And the way he would rub you down, you didn't need any ointment. The pressure he would put on that spot, yeah, you're going to be better, you're going to be better soon. <laughs> so he was, he was a rub down guy. So in, in that instance, with that thing going on, he was the one to help you out. For example, I, I, I thought of it as well, when it comes to tea, I mean, it's not difficult to make tea. Everybody could make tea. But for some reason, the tea that somebody else make for you, somehow it tastes better and it works better. Just, just having somebody there for you in your presence and just showing that they care makes so much of a difference. Yeah. Mm. She said his response was, I'll be there for you tomorrow. Now, you know, many times... Many of us as fathers say, I will do this, I'll do that, and we forget. Uh, we just say to make the person feel good at the time, you know. I'll be there for you tomorrow. But she also said that he was there. Yep. While we are talking, a thought came to my mind that I want to tease your mind with. And, and the thought is, why is it that when a young lady getting married, her first choice to walk her up the aisles is her father. Had you ever thought of that? Yeah. Yeah. I believe part of it is, of course, tradition. But part of it is that the bond, like you mentioned, between daughter and, and father. And it's if your father were to represent you in such a case, it is him giving the blessing, him saying that, I believe this is okay for you. This is the right thing for you to do. And I support you in this matter. I think that that has to do with it. I also think, Pastor Collins, that the authority that he has up to now mm -hmm. over this child, his daughter, he's now going along with his daughter to the church or wherever the wedding will be held. And he is ready to transfer that authority to her husband. Also expecting that that respect that she had for her father, who is the authority, that she too would respect the no authority that God has placed her under. Fathers okay. her serious role in the lives of our children. Very serious role in the lives of our children and I would like to say we all make mistakes I'll be the first one to say that I have made some mistakes in bringing up my children I have not been always what I supposed to be for all of my children and all of us can see as we look back now you said something and I heard you said it before when God gives us children he doesn't give us a manual they don't come with the manual that you read this and this will happen, you read that and that's going to happen. And sometimes we learn as we go along. As we go along, we learn. And we must be able to change. It is like coming to church. A message is of no use to you unless it can change you. The words may be good. The person may be able to speak well. But if that message cannot change your life, then what benefit? is that message to you. So to fathers today, 
I say to you, be there for your children. If you have made mistakes in the past like we all have done, hey, forget those things which are behind and make that effort to go forward with your children. Even though you say, my children are already raised. Hey, listen, a husband can divorce a wife and marry as many as he wants, but you can't divorce your daughter. She will always be your daughter. He will always be your son. So be there for your children. Have you noticed, Pastor Collins? Our time is up. Yep, yep, yep. All right. 